0: you're already accepted 2.0 community rewatch podcast i'm ethan i'm joined by jonathan let's go season two and christian it is in fact me <laughs> and guys can <laughs> i just say one thing i'm him can i say one thing <laughs> you can save as many things as you want
1: pop 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 pop. Uh, how have i never met magnitude before yeah
0: now? yeah <laughs> it's i know still party
1: <laughs> i know who's magnitude uh, pop, pop. today we are looking at
0: season two episodes 15 and 16 Early 21st century Romanticism and Intermediate Documentary Filmmaking. Mm. Uh, So first, we'll start with early 21st century Romanticism. Uh, Christian, do
1: you want to give us a little little synopsis about the episode? For sure. So it's Valentine's Day, one of the most pointless holidays of the year. Um, Say that again. I mean, I'm not married, so I guess I can say that. Um, I, I'm really in the doghouse this year, guys. You know, my the, the old ball and chain wanted something spe- special for Valentine's Day. No, the, um, the old ball and chain the doesn't old, b- exist. Oh, no. <laughs> man, I wish I had a ball and chain because <laughs> <laughs> Um. anyway, so there are a couple of plot lines as per usual. I mean, I guess that kind of goes without saying um, the framework is that it's a Valentine's Day. The dance is going on. Um so pierce has a drug addiction you know as any light-hearted sitcom would have <laughs> uh one of the main characters has a drug addiction and so the greendale seven has a g- argument about whether they should help pierce or not but they also have a falling out over the bare naked ladies <laughs> or bnl you know um
0: oh, well jeff and the group like jeff, jeff is group, against uh, the group
1: basically. right we are fighting this is a fight this is a fight you know whoa jeff you are clearly in a bad space right now <laughs> um so basically jeff doesn't have plans for valentine's day because he doesn't want to go to the dance um so well i guess he still plans on doing it because i he's, he's like oh even though we're fighting i still told him i go which, which i sweet. just
2: love that that's so beautiful like i'm, I'm like oh, my fiance like like i'm starting to like we're starting to get there where it's like oh we could be upset about this but like we're still doing this like this isn't like going away like right <laughs> it's like i reached it like i got here i didn't think
0: it, was, didn't think it was
1: existed man look at us now who would have thought it yeah not me, <laughs> not me.
0: <laughs> i know you're um, mad at me but we still have to watch last
1: or this is us tonight so yeah
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh what is yeah so so he wants to he's fighting with the group but he's gonna go to the dance and then duncan is like oh your little six-headed ball and shine right yeah. he that joke <laughs> and so duncan invites himself over to watch liverpool and manchester, manchester he's like is- i know that you know i know that you're american and so you don't watch soccer but then jeff is like i'm a cool i'm a cool American. Like I've been forcing myself to watch soccer since 2004, um, which is a very, which is a very white guy thing to do. White, white American thing to do. So they come over um, and Chang interrupts to watch, watch the game. Quote unquote, that's his cover. But basically he like somehow stole Jeff's license or driver's license, which is kind of funny. Um, Jeff is like, what are you doing here? And how'd you find out where I live? Well, let me respond to both of those questions by returning your driver's license to you. And so basically Chang creates a party at jeff's house but it's all a ruse to live with jeff for a while because his wife kicked him out whenever she found out that um he might have got whenever cheng might have gotten shirley pregnant so um well that's going on troy and abed are um they meet miranda mariah dang it mariah i thought i was gonna say the right name um who is um a librarian And they're both smitten with her. They would like to court her. And so they do it like together, which is kind of honestly kind of sweet that they're not like competing. Because I feel like every sitcom ever is always like, (laughs) yeah. So it's really sweet that they do that. Um, (laughs) This is the cutest thing that's ever happened to me. Yes. This is the (laughs) cutest thing she says that. Mariah says that, not Miranda. Eventually she does choose Troy, um, but she thinks that Abba's weird. And whenever she tells Troy that, he's like, I hate her. I hate her. I hate her. I hate her. (laughs) And it's kind of cool that like they, I don't know, they look out for each other. Yeah. Um, what's the what's the thing that he's like? He tells Abed, like she thought you were weird. Well, I, I am weird. weird. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, and <laughs> Which, then they start hugging, and then he's like, ignore her because she like walks through the breezeway.
0: Well, because Troy says something like, "We'll find somebody for both of us, man," or somebody. He says he, something like, "We'll find somebody who respects." Like we we'll yeah. both find. Some, there's somebody out there for both of us. Yeah. Because uh, <laughs> I think he feels like Abed's maybe hurt too by like the fact that he, she didn't
1: choose him. I, I... Um, I didn't really get that, but maybe. Um, I think I think what I got was that like their friendship is more important than any date, any relationship yeah and so yeah. like if Mariah is not cool with Troy being friends with Abed or like is not cool with Abed then Troy doesn't want to date her and like
2: because I was kind of feeling that too but I think you remember the episode where it's like um, the white Abed white Abed and they're like oh it didn't work out and I was like I, I like I wanted this to work out for you guys right like, I think I, I was feeling bad mm-hmm. for Abed because like I, I feel like I've been in that space where it's like damn.
0: that (laughs) fraser (laughs) fraser damn but
2: (laughs) (laughs) which oh gosh i was gonna say like this is sort of unrelated but like and i like this never happened with for like christian and i i'm like but i mean this goes on for like all my friends (laughs) universal if like there was a a girl like who you know my friend and i liked like i'm like i'd totally let my friend go for it like even Mm. if like that's just that's just me you know like yeah you Know it's tacky, but like bros of four hoes is like <laughs> at the end of the day, like that's
1: I've always kind of believed in that sentiment, right? And like, I uh, think I also do that, or I have I, I would do that, but I think there'd still be like some sadness in it, of yeah, like, yeah, almost like, a, well, I don't want to try and fail and then have my friend do it, so I'm like I'm not gonna try, yeah. So I think it really shows the difference between Jonathan and I. He's like, oh, yeah, for sure, bro, go for it. I'm like, that no one's ever gonna love me, um, but <laughs> but yeah. Well,
2: like I'll tell you, uh, I'm not gonna. I'm gonna leave out some details here, but like m- my freshman year at Northwest, there was a girl who came into our student ministry. Who I'm like, damn. But <laughs> my friend, like I knew, her, I knew he liked her pretty much from like the minute he saw her. Mm. And like when I like investigated and found that out, I was like, bro, like uh, please, please. It's
1: like, another, it's another Fraser,
2: Yeah, damn. <laughs> but I mean, they end up getting married and like good, like amen, like so.
1: well, yeah, so I just thought that was really beautiful with that, yeah. that little relationship there. Fun. Um. While that's going on, um, there's also a plot line with uh Annie and Britta, mostly Britta. Is there is there a plot line for Shirley in this episode? I don't think. That, I think she just. I don't think she though. shows up like at all. Her yeah, you I don't remember. Uh, she
0: shows up like at the very end because whenever they're all reading Jeff's text, yeah, Britta yeah. leans on Shirley, yep. but she doesn't have like any. Right, you're right.
1: So. Um, so Britta is friends with Paige, who she thinks is a lesbian. Okay, she's friends with a lesbian because she's not homophobe. And it's the, and it's in, in our, in our modern context, it's like performative allyship. But in the episode, it's like, I'm friends with this girl. I don't care who thinks that it's weird to be friends with a, with a lesbian. And I'm so cool that, you know, and, and she's playing it up because she's like, oh, most people are, are judgmental towards lesbians or like towards the LGBT. You can't people. ask questions about you it. Cause I'm actually Right. Um, so we come to find out that Paige isn't a lesbian. She thinks that Britta is. And so then there's so a hilarious girl on girl. Like uh, they, they go, <laughs> that didn't come out right. Um, the, uh, they go to the Valentine's dance together to like prove a point that like a straight girl and a gay girl can go to the dance together. Of course, each person thinks that they're the straight one and the other person's the lesbian. Um, One thing leads to another and they end up kissing at the fair or at the, at the dance. And they're like, Oh, I've never known this before. Wait, what? Yeah. Um, and Britta kind of gets... Basically, Paige says that, like, oh, I didn't ever think you were cool. I only thought you were a lesbian. Because she calls out Britta for only wanting to hang out with her for thinking that she was a lesbian. Um, So Britta kind of has to eat humble... Nope, I'm not going to say that either. Um, <laughs> Britta realizes that, like, oh, maybe I shouldn't just, you know, kind of leap into everything. And then Annie and Britta almost kiss, which is a very Alison Brie thing to do, like, in terms of acting. But, so... um, And then, at the end of the episode... um. Chang gets to stay with uh, Jeff for a little bit um, because Jeff kind of has a realization that, like, even though we're fighting, like, we still need each other. Um, but he also realizes that the group doesn't need him as much as he thinks that they do because nobody texts him that night. He expects there to be a bunch of voicemails. Um, so, in in light of that, he lets Cheng stay with him for a little bit. And then he texts the group, and we find out that Pierce is like OD'd on a park bench, which is like the darkest but least really like focused on parts of the whole show in my opinion mm-hmm. so um it's kind of just like a oh shoot last 10 seconds of the episode right, it's like, right. a cliffhanger but yeah. almost i feel like if you were watching this in 2011 like you would notice it like ah oh, pierce is asleep on the on the park bench or maybe i guess you would have picked up that he don't eat but yeah it's definitely not like a. I i feel like it would have been more sad if like troy and abed were walking home together and then they saw pierce like oh gosh pierce you okay i feel like the way they set
0: it up is like they focus on the, the his phone with the pill bottle and you see it zoom up and you see him on the bench, but you're kind of like, for a comedy show, I can't tell if they're just playing, is this for last. It's like, Pierce, right. oh, out. he's the OD guy. Right. And then next episode, we find out, oh, shoot, he OD'd and he's in the hospital. Yeah. But yeah, I agree. It's kind yeah. of the way they frame it is like odd. I mean, it's it's shocking to see, but you're kind of like, I don't know if this is a joke or like, what. If, right. I don't. what's going on? Which I guess is good. Like, it makes because you want to watch and see what happens. The
1: shot between. is included in like a feel good moment. Yeah. Because yeah. mm-hmm. yeah. Jeff is like, Pierce, like, let people in, into your heart. There are a couple of six bozos or six weirdos outside your heart let them in yeah like that which like um have you guys ever because got me thinking like
2: have you guys ever watched somebody hallucinate or like just not be like
1: yeah um just because well i i we had a great-grandfather who like had dementia like mm-hmm. alzheimer's i don't know if that's really the same as hallucinating but like we spent a lot of time like in the nursing home where like there were like guys who had dementia and it was kind of sad because like You'd always like hear from an order like, oh, yeah, this guy used to be like a, an intelligence officer in the Navy or like something like that. And like then they can barely like form cohesive. Like there was one guy who could only say his own name. Like the only word that he knew was his own name. He would just say that nonstop while he was awake. And then you knew that he was asleep because he wouldn't say it. And then as soon as he woke up, he would just say it again. So, yeah, it is it is. Sad to see someone who's like not in there and not in there and not, and this isn't like a, a slight against anybody at all, but like, yeah, who's yeah. not in their like right mind, like who they are is not there. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
2: I remember there was this lady that went to my dad's church for a little bit. Um, and like most, you know, Wednesday nights when she would show up or would like whatever, but like what she would do is I'm I'm assuming somewhere along the way she lost her son and like she would like pretend to have like a Bluetooth in and be like, all right, yeah, well, you know, I'll, I'll grab some dinner and i'll come home and mm. all right yeah i'll see you around then 7 30 and i was like i remember at first i thought oh like she's, she's talking on bluetooth and then like oh i remember eventually i walked around like oh nothing's there like, yeah she's just I was like man like that's just mm. and again as as real like like pausing and uh, oh yeah sure like oh you're breaking
1: up like uh, as real as a conversation yeah oh, wow. you would have with anybody it's like now man. i feel bad for faking conversations just to get out of situations. Dang. not so on board. That's good. Yeah. <laughs> hey,
0: sometimes you get. And like that, dude.
1: that, like that's pretty harmless, you know, Wait, everybody copes their own way. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Huh. Well, should we get to the A plus on, yeah. on a brighter note? Another world of press. We're all the white women at. <laughs> uh,
2: that, that was my probably my top A plus was just that. Line from Leonard, <laughs> it's like, do you, do, you, do you want me to put that on a T-shirt for you? Oh, absolutely, <laughs> <laughs> bro. That'd be a great wedding gift. Yeah. Oh my sure. goodness.
1: <laughs> where's, where's my white woman at? Where's my white woman at? <laughs> Please, actually do that, that. Actually, see, I guess I remembered him saying, "Like, we're all the Hispanic, but we're like something like kind of racist." But I was like, "Oh, okay, Leonard. Leonard is multi 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 racial in yeah. terms of his dating, so that's kind of cool." <laughs> but, but, feel, but yeah, nope, just, he's he's just a racist <laughs> old white man. And then. Um,
2: uh what's it called starbirds bringing just a single slice of pizza to pay
1: it's like uh, a, it's not even like a
0: slice it's like a single like mini um it's not a it's not even a slice it's like a, a mini what do they call those like party pizza like a it's round like it's a like what are those like toaster oven yeah like yeah. A, like i a guess bagel i would
1: never noticed that i never like because like yeah, change like
2: oh he owes me a pizza yeah. and like he walks in and throws him like yeah a thing in a
1: I guess I remember him always having like a pizza box, I guess. And that's kind of like the trope of in TV shows, but yeah, that's kind of funny.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I always love like uh, the very, the first intro scene where Britta's like admitting that she has a lesbian friend and then they're like, Oh Pierce, I can't believe you are saying anything (laughs) for something like this. It's like, Oh, I have nothing off the cuff, but I have this prepared statement and then it cuts to the theme song. I think we talked about this maybe with the uh, happy birthday episode where to you, why would we sing the last two Notes, only like mm-hmm. they used the the theme song
1: as a cover which is kind of black where he's like, I feel like the timing is off. It's, you know?
0: I feel like the real timing is really and then yeah, it's the theme song roll. good. <laughs> yeah. Uh the whole like whenever Chang shows up and you like see him in the peephole. Yeah. And then like he comes in and then <laughs> like he nice. destroys Jeff's lamp with the nunchuck. It always cracks me up. Yeah. <laughs> um oh, yeah, and I- <laughs> <laughs> like I said, a weird place for a lamp, but I'll pay you <laughs> yeah. that. Like, Ken Jong has is, is as annoying as he can be in this part of like the show where he's crazy, he's good acting, like you gotta give him For credit. Sure. And of course, mentioned earlier first uh, appearance of magnitude, pop pop. pop, pop, always fun. Uh, what's uh, Lee, uh, I'm dude. actually British, yeah. Uh, Harry Potter, what's his name? Lee, uh, what's his character in Harry Lee Potter? Jordan? Lee Jordan, thank you. Wait, yes. that's who it is, yeah. Same guy, huh? Whoa. Yeah, whoa, <laughs> I'm, yeah. I'm actually British, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's yeah. in like the last season, right? I think you I'm good. actually British, yeah. yeah.
2: <laughs> Which top Because I, I watched him in a different show, and I was like, "Oh, like is he? Is he doing a British accent, or is he American? Do you know? Mm-hmm. Or
0: yes, like or flipped, whatever." But he's British, <laughs> and this would have been about the time that like Harry Potter was, was like the movies were kind of like wrapping up, like they right. were really big.
1: So I don't think Lee Jordan's in any of the episodes or any of the movies past the. I don't really remember one. him because then like Dean, whatever his name is, Dean Thomas, maybe something like that. You know what I'm talking about? Um, yeah, there's, there's another the other the other African American student at yeah. Hogwarts. Uh,
0: well, he's not African American. <laughs> I think he's British, so he's not African American. <laughs> <laughs> he's a black man. <laughs>
1: he's black. He can... yeah. <laughs> anyway, the other, the other student of Afro Caribbean descent. <laughs> <laughs> well, definitely Afro Caribbean, though. No <laughs> <laughs> if he's not from Car- the Caribbean, yeah. Christian, do you have any plus best scenes or lines? Um, I I think that in terms of all of the plot lines. They work. I feel like this is probably like the mid season finale, maybe, of this episode of this season. It feels like it. Um, nope, it never mind. The other one, I'm looking at IMDb and the other one a week later, which this definitely feels like a mid season finale. Mm-hmm. Maybe because the uh, the last time there was a Valentine's Day dance that was Slater and Britta, or I guess it was the end of the year dance, the training, the training the dance. Training the the dance. This yeah. definitely
0: with Pierce at the very end, we're like, oh, it was Pierce.
1: And then also like the the group doesn't need Jeff. He sends a right, So Yeah, right. it feels like a finale, mid season finale. Yeah. I do love the realization between Annie and Paige's friend. I like how they cast as somebody who looks pretty similar to Allison Brie. Yeah, and I love that. I, I, it's it's a pretty well worn trope, but I, like that trope of like casting separate but like pretty similar characters. Mm-hmm. Like I'm thinking like Zombieland Double Tap, where they have Luke Wilson and um, uh one of one of Dwight's brothers in the sh- in the office like that kind of like b-list actor i don't remember what his name is um no offense if that guy's listening i don't think it should <laughs> be this quality i just know that like that's how i know you um or in shawn of the dead there's another like he like walks past a group of people who are exactly like his group anyway um and just sort of like the realization of like oh neither of them are lesbians they just both want to be cool yeah and, like think that they're <laughs> like you know and i think ethan mentioned it like both of them are like kind of dressed in like that stereotypical, like what you might expect somebody who's lesbian to wear, yeah, like the fedora or like the leather vest. I don't know, it, it's I, pretty funny. I also love, like,
2: and I mean, I think they they write it very well and very like played in the middle, but I just felt like I part of the message is like everyone's kind of clout chasing, like, yeah, even you know, Even because, allies, yeah, homophobes or non homophobes,
1: like, you're still kind of you your want cop, to be your, yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> don't know not a homophobe yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah that whole that whole exchange is kind of funny uh what Annie asks like so do you does she, i think she asks, like do you change is she okay with women changing in front of her or you're okay with changing in front of her and uh Bert is like see i'm not going to ask that question because asking questions like that is homophobic and he's like is asking is asking questions homophobic Amber is like, well, if you have to ask, if asking questions is homophobic, doesn't that already make you a homophobe? And Annie's like, it's not biting. She's like, does it? I don't, I don't know. Yeah. Oh, God! <laughs> and then, right. Amber is like, oh, here comes Paige. Am I going to ask her 500 questions about being a lesbian? Or am I just going to treat her like a normal person? Why? But yeah, like, cause that's the thing. It's like, oh, if someone's, you know, different from from me, like I'm going to ask him a bunch of questions. if I'm right.
2: curious. Like,
1: cause otherwise it'd be like, well, I don't see the world in that way. Like, I don't, I don't see color. like. Yeah. But I don't see sexual preferences. I don't know. Yeah, like, no, don't yeah, know. the equivalent of that. Cause I feel like having a good relationship with somebody is being asked to ask like those tough questions. Right. Yeah. Cause if you want to be a friend and an ally, like you're, you're wanting to take that person's perspective into account. So for sure. Look at us solving all the world's problems in my apartment. <laughs> it ain't hard. <laughs> it ain't hard. <laughs> Racism is, is, is bad. Yeah. <laughs> Homophobia is not a good idea.
2: What's, what's our lesson here? Crime doesn't pay. Crime <laughs> doesn't pay. <laughs>
1: uh, uh, I think Le- 9-11
0: was bad. I think freedom just a little bit better.
1: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm against crime. I'm not afraid to say it. Bobby Newport. Bobby Newport. Yeah. Also, Bobby I wish I, I wish Paul Rudd was in an, an episode of community. Ooh, as like yeah. Jeff's like maybe if they had cast Paul Rudd as Rich. Oh, would, that would have been perfect. I wouldn't have hated it. Oh.
0: Rich. I wish I, I don't know much that Wow. Yeah. Hmm. I love that. I wish they had it now. Yeah, because I mean, missed that. The first
2: two seasons, outside of "I Love You, Man," what was Paul Rudd doing? Nothing. Come on, <laughs> he had time. <laughs> Scrub. Who is it. he? You know. Yeah. yeah.
0: Exactly. What's he
1: doing? <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> yeah, he was being the he was being the grown up Tommy Jervis in uh, Friday. No, he was in Halloween. He was in one of those. He's in one of those horror movies. Yeah, he was like one in one of those scary movies. Yeah, I, think. I can't like, remember which like, one of those. Okay, well, yeah. late nineties,
0: but. Yeah. Oh no, he was in. Uh, um, yeah, actually, he wasn't Halloween. I don't think it was one of those. Though I
1: feel like it was. I'll look it up you keep talking it was because they because they came out with another Halloween last year and he turned down the role to come back because he was going to be in Ghostbusters oh okay um, he was the, the uncle in yeah. the new Ghostbusters movie hey uncle. but uh, yeah so for leading the class who did you guys have
2: I had a, I had a tough time like, really picking somebody um, because like I feel bad for Britta and I think even though it's not, it's like not my style of comedy. The ideas in that are pretty funny. Like, oh, she thinks this person's a lesbian, while the other person thinks she's a lesbian. It's like kind of that classic misunderstanding, right? That this would be a lot simpler if we just talked about it. Yeah, exactly. Like, okay, that's you know, I I can appreciate the people who think that that's funny and stuff like that. But let's see, really. <sighs> There's no one I love in this episode. I mean, like I love John Oliver and like I but I huh. but I can't give John not, Oliver. Not even Duncan, just
1: John Oliver. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. He so I have a question. Since I've messed it up so many times, why is the leading the class only for the Green 07? Well, okay. So a little inside baseball here,
2: but inside podcast. But when I first came up with the, with the, with it, I was thinking like because there's seven of them surely there's going to be surely there's going to be uh like enough variability within like what they do in each episode that like oh we wouldn't necessarily need to pick anybody else inside the cast because there's seven of them like
0: there's oh uh, so well, there's sense. been so many episodes that sucked where we had to pick somebody yeah, exactly. else all right <laughs> <laughs>
2: so, <laughs> so that, yeah we had that. one job yeah it's kind of blown up a little bit to <laughs> i'm anyway. going with leonard uh yeah <laughs> <this> <laughs> some blows. yeah truly so you know i'm just gonna uh, yeah i'm going with uh duncan yeah it, That's
0: fine. We, we can dunk, We've, we've graduated yeah, at this right, point. Yeah. Yeah. Right. <laughs> I'm going with Troy. You know, we talked about earlier, like the whole wholesomeness of him, mm. you know, dumping uh, Mariah to, because she called Abed weird. And there's just a, like a nice bromance there. Mm. Um, but even just like, he wants somebody who's going to value Abed, like he values Abed, which is probably hard to find, but you mm. know, he has such a close friendship that she doesn't see Abed the same way he does. And she doesn't understand him or like value him. Right. As much as as he does, and so he doesn't want to be with somebody who doesn't mm-hmm. have that same perception of of Abed, and, and and Abed admits he's weird, like, but Troy doesn't want that to be like. He wants his girlfriend to love Abed like he does, right? Because you know, Abed's a part of him. You know, it's his best friend basically,
1: and he doesn't he doesn't like rub it in to Abed either. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
0: yeah. No, he's he's not a jerk about it. Like, yeah, the fact that and like we mentioned, like the fact that they. Are both okay with like whatever one wins. Like it's fair, you know, like that we are just, you know, working to compete for your hand basically. And then if you pick one of us, we're not gonna get mad. Like, mm-hmm. so I feel like bef-
1: before we kind of move on, we should probably talk about like how they go about courting her. So, first, it's just like, oh, she's really attractive. Let's stare at her and then yell books. So that way she'll shush. <laughs> and then they actually kind of make up, they give up the courage to like go talk to her. And it was like, my name is Abed Nadir. This is my associate, Troy Barnes. Charmed, I'm sure. Um, <laughs> And they say like you know we're, we're both interested in you. Which one of us would you like to date? And she brings up a really valid point of like, well, I don't know either of you, so I can't really make a decision. So then they come up with the idea of like, well, well, we'll both take you to the Valentine's Day dance so you can get to know us, and then you can choose who you want to see again. Which is again pretty a pretty smart like idea, pretty like low stakes, I guess. Like yeah, you not nobody's third wheeling, and it's nothing serious yet. Um, and then there's like the gag of like Troy's carrying a briefcase to look like, professional, and she's like, what's in there? It's like, oh, tacos. Did you want one? Uh, no, I'm Good. fine. Good because we were are really hungry. We wanted to yeah. eat. The, yeah, um, gotta love Troy. Um, so then they go to the dance. They uh, Abed explains all of the Saw franchise. Um, Troy shows off his dance moves. Um, there's something else. There's something else that they have because I feel like there's like three different kind of interactions they have. Because the last one is um, all right. Well, who do you want to see again? And then she says, "Hey Abed, can you get us some drinks?" And if somebody, if a girl. Was with me and my friend. and She said, "Hey Christian, can you get some drinks?" I'd be like, "Dang it!" Well, I would, re- i react like opposite. I'd be like, "Oh yeah,
2: sure." <laughs> I love, <laughs> I love punch. <laughs> yeah,
1: <laughs> say less. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I guess it's sort of the whole like, "Oh hey, can we talk?" Like, no,
2: but I wouldn't catch it. Like, oh, you would catch it. I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm thinking, oh, she wants a drink. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Yeah. Like, right,
1: yeah. Or maybe, or maybe I wouldn't expect it, and I'd be like, "Oh." Fuck. Okay. yeah uh, <laughs> damn. Damn. Another, another phrase again, because uh, she because she does end up choosing Troy, yep, um, and the logic is like, oh Abed's cute, but you know he's just a little you know, and that's kind of what sets troy off is like don't nobody talks about my friend that way, mm-hmm. uh, and we don't actually see her call him weird, I mean, you, you know, yeah, it, but that's you know, it's implied, yeah, um. So I think for the same reason, Troy is my leading the class as well. Troy and Abed, but Troy particularly, Mm -hmm. um, because again, like their friendship is rock solid. Um, We do see that kind of change a little bit whenever eventually Troy and Britta start dating. Like there's that whole episode Mm -hmm. where, like, well, the floor is lava episode where Abed kind of creates the whole illusion and like drops into the lava because he's like sad that he doesn't get to hang out with Troy as much anymore. But um, yeah, I feel like for a pretty average episode this is a pretty cool moment in their friendship. And it's not really yeah. it's not really honed in on, I guess. I think it's still more played for last, but it's kind of cool to see, for sure.
0: Yeah, I kind of wish they would have showed a little more of them trying to court her. Mm-hmm. You know, just like, I think that would have been really fun, just Troy Abed moments. And and maybe they, you know, it, I guess if we if it was more of that, we might be complaining it was too much. But, right, there's a lot they could have done with that. And it would have been enjoyable because they're just such fun, you know, characters. and Yeah, and just, we don't really get why Mar- or Mariah chooses Troy like she mentioned like he talked about saw all the whole time basically he's like
1: yeah but Saw's awesome yeah. and I love that too it's like "Yeah, wh- wh- who wouldn't want you know
0: like with the like the bar episode of Troy's birthday we see him Abed talking about one guy about what's the show that they the gay guy that's Starscape? hitting on him Starscape yeah. for like or far-scape, know, farscape whatever and like we actually see Abed talking about it you know and mm-hmm. they play video games or whatever it would have been a little more enjoyable to have like an extra like just 20 second scene of like like a mo- maybe not a montage but just another interaction with like those three. Yeah. You know, the, the two guys in and her, and, like they're both hitting on at the same time, like trying to impress her would have been more enjoyable, but I, I mean, I still think they're leading the class. I, I like the plot. So, mm-hmm.
1: So, mm-hmm. so you would, you would have liked to see them compete a little
0: bit more or I'm, just see, not some even, more. it's not competing, I guess we just uh, like have some more interaction. A little more just of them. Cause it's like you have them in the, the library talking about her and then they, they go up to her and approach her and ask her. And then you see them at the dance, like, troy dancing and then all goes to get the punch in a different scene Mm -hmm. and that's when she tells troy and that's basically it like we don't see any of the like from when they arrive at the dance basically to the point Mm -hmm. where
1: she chooses troy we don't see much of that you know yeah i feel like the problem this episode has is that honestly all three plot points or four if you count pierce's ODing, but they're all i feel like interesting enough to like be in an episode. i just feel like there's not enough time devoted to all of them which is why mm-hmm. i think this feels like a, a mid-season
0: finale because like right. everybody's getting like a major plot basically right of right really, obviously. I, and i hadn't
1: put that together yeah. yet before that but yeah jonathan do you do yeah you did duncan right yeah do you have any uh any extra credit any extra points you want to talk about i mean like i think i mentioned this
0: earlier it's the first appearance of magnitude pop 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 uh, we get him a lot more soon. He's one of my favorite side characters, so I just enjoy that. And then, I don't know if you guys know this. I didn't either, but I looked it up or I found this on MBB. Starburns' is sideburns are actually shaved into hearts.
1: No. Because uh-huh. uh-huh.
0: they don't show him very much, but I guess like whenever you, uh, Chang calls Starburns, you can see the, the hearts. I didn't look. Oh, that's neat. Uh, Heartburns. Heartburns, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. And I think, Christian, you might have mentioned this very like, this isn't the first time that they hint at like the Britta Annie like romance thing. Because like... Um, I don't know which episode it was where, um, they're all like in a like in the group study room and they're talking about something like, I, I think it's one of the ones where I think it's the one where, no, that's not that one. I can't remember which episode it is, but like they're all like looking at each other as like because they're talking about like romantic partners, mm-hmm. and like Anna and Annie, Annie and Britta like look at each other and kind of like give each other a look, and then Britta's like, you know, they kind yeah. of like, look away. <laughs> yeah. Um, and just it's interesting like they they kind of play in, like Annie's like the innocent like oh you know who knows why don't I experiment a little bit? You know, right. whatever.
1: <laughs> I feel like if this show came out, if there was an NBC show in 2021, there'd be some backlash that none of the Greendale seven are in same sex relationships. Well, like mm. Troy and
0: Abed, they would obviously, which we right, already right. do
1: anyway, but what people would just assume
0: Troy and Abed, like ship Troy and Abed, oh, like right. give us Troy and Abed as a dating relationship. Trobed. Yeah. Wait, <laughs> wait, <Oy. laughs> <Oy. laughs> <laughs> I guess that wouldn't make sense. <laughs>
2: The only thing I had was um, Well, This is one of my favorite titles of any of the episodes in the series, like early 21st century romanticism. That like that.
1: F- it's because you're romantic in general.
2: Yeah, and if I felt like it. Like I'll, I'll take that class, like because <laughs> I, I feel like we would like go over movies and like uh, like modern day like dating
0: patterns. Well, like
1: the romantic period is like a literature thing, like romanticism.
0: Right, but like early 21st century romanticism. Yeah, mm. like yeah. social media dating, like, like rom coms. Yeah. I love you, man. Like, yeah, me. <laughs> and like. Yep. 10 things I hit about you is yeah, mandatory yeah. viewing. <laughs>
2: yeah. um, and then John, John Oliver in real life is a massive Liverpool fan. Um, so that was, that was kind of fun to see him like continue that within this <laughs> fake world. So
1: do you think that John Oliver will be in the movie? I don't, he's not announced for it, but I really want him to I hope so, man. Cause I, cause I watched his show on, on like, well, it, I watched it on YouTube after it's on HBO Max, but yeah. <laughs> and when, a, anytime he mentions community, I just light up like, yeah,
2: it's a show that I watched. You were in that. You were yes. in that. I you, like you in there.
1: Yeah. And he's just, he's just, I don't know. Obviously he's like kind of abrasive. Like that's kind of a style of humor, but he's a funny guy. Yeah. So he, he should be in the, in the movie. I wish, uh, in terms of marks and red,
2: uh, I guess a statement and a question. I wish Allison Brie and Paige's friend, um, kind of had more of like a, like, a connection and and a bit of an arc a little bit yeah um, yeah because i was thinking in my head in the, in the background like okay will they do a thing where like they i was thinking like they would like follow it on social media and like tweet about it and stuff like that and like you know it was, like so like there's almost like a following that like starts to follow them mm-hmm. as they're looking at Paige and uh yeah and then it becomes like a physical following of people
1: like oh and then Paige and britta like oh they're just jealous or, mm-hmm. or something like that and or go ahead what if you found out, I mean, this maybe not makes sense since her friend already knows that Paige is not a lesbian. What if you found out that she actually was mm. a lesbian and Annie's like, oh, I had such an easy time talking to you. Like, I didn't even realize it because it's not like, it, make yeah. it like a, it's not a big deal. You know? That would um, Yeah. great. But I guess it wouldn't have made sense because then whenever she's like, oh, you know, it's kind of cool that your friend is hanging out with a lesbian. so maybe, I, guess, maybe, I guess maybe whenever they interact the first time you don't, they, there's not that line of like, I'm not one, but it's cool that you know, she's hanging out with one. I may, yeah. Maybe you just kind of cut out that line, but like, oh, which one's your friend? Oh, that one's mine. But And when at the end, at the dance, you're like, yeah, here's, here comes my girlfriend now. And, you know, you find it out like, oh, it's not a big deal. It, thing, mm-hmm. it happens. And then Annie learns a lesson that it's not bad to ask questions and, like, I try to understand. But yeah, I don't know. I feel like that's a good ending.
0: Not no, good. that does. That's a good point. Like, it definitely felt like, the fact that like they were talking at the scene where like they're in the the yeah. lunchroom and then at the end of the dance, like Annie and and Paige's friend are hanging out, it definitely felt like that girl's gonna be like kind of a recurring character or something or just yeah. like have and honestly, like the actress looks yeah. familiar and I looked her up and I don't know what she's been like I, oh, I just like, thought she looked like uh, Annie. She kinda does. Like she looks like somebody I've seen before, but I don't think it's an actress like it looks like an actress that was in an episode or uh Fred and Lights, but it wasn't the same girl yeah. as I thought. <laughs>
2: she's so. a
1: nobody. Yeah.
2: Well it looks like uh I mean, it's such like a, you know, girl next door slash AT and T girl slash like <laughs> like she'll be
1: the spokesperson for Capital One. Right. Yeah, no, because like, you got Samuel L. who's Capital One. Um, no, but, but like yeah. a random
0: insurance company. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> she kind of Nash. she <laughs> kind of has like yeah. an Aubrey Plaza yeah. vibe going on a little bit too. A what? Aubrey Plaza? Yeah, kind of yeah. has a little bit of Aubrey Plaza look. Yeah. yeah, a little bit. Yeah. Um, yeah,
1: That's a compromise. It's like one of those actresses that like um she auditioned plays- for. The role yeah. of uh, April, but didn't get it or whatever. <laughs> she, she plays Aubrey Plaza in like a spoof movie. Yeah. <laughs> Which, what happened to those? Those were like really big in the mid 2000s. Like, scary movie, superhero movie. Not another teen yeah. movie. Yeah. yeah. They just made too many of them. It's like, yeah, yeah the trope's gone. Like yeah. I think, when, like I think, But like, spoofs and parodies aren't as big of a thing anymore. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, always maybe uncomfortable because it's like, oh, it's the thing, but it's not the thing. And like somebody yeah. actually took time to make this. It's like putting it on skin, but it's not. Yeah.
2: Yeah. <laughs> yeah um and then my last thing would be again if this was made 10 years later do you think there's a version where troy and Abbott in this show are actually like become a thruple so a thruple? like two dudes one guy hey get out of here say say two dudes one guy yeah a thruple three people so three guys no two dudes oh i said two dudes, okay sorry yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah 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 two girls one cup <laughs> Oh, God. Two dudes, <laughs> one girl. Excuse me. <laughs> I mean, still weird, but two, two bros. <laughs> one show. Two bros, yeah. one. Yeah. One <laughs> Joe. No, but. <laughs> Who that... the freak is Joe? Because <laughs> I was thinking about that and I was like, I feel like there's a version of this show nowadays where, or even back then, where like Troy and Abed, given their one close relationship, but also their uniqueness like where it's not really weird it just sort of like naturally happens yes exactly and like i think the show could present it in a way where like it is oh my goodness my
1: cat is attacking something again for like the 17th episode
2: (laughs) but yeah i I think there's a version where like it 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 comes up again, again naturally um and i think it would i think it would like be in this kind of scenario where they both like the same girl but to solve the solution like we don't need a girl let's just have we have each other yeah yeah. But yeah Like we can also have a girl and so it's like there's a there's this weird way where it all works out um but it feels right for them i think there's a i think there's a way the show could present that
1: but i agree i think i think it's whenever it's really heavy-handed and it's forced that's whenever it doesn't seem genuine mm-hmm. i i agree with that um because then you'd also you know have the whole like polyamory thing which is really popular yeah yeah i agree with that we would talked it all about Jeff really. I mean, we talked about Duncan, but like he does some kind of soul searching because at first he's just mad at Chang for using Trying his to toothbrush, yeah. using his shower, washing his clothes and just Which I mean washer. rightfully so. Like, <laughs> right. like, like,
2: like that's wearing a, his underwear, like, you know, like <laughs> I'm sorry I get being nice and I get like wanting to
1: feel needed, but he stole your toothbrush. Like right. come on. Like he definitely had no like he was justified in kicking Chang out. Yeah. Like and I think the reason that he let Ching back in is because he realized, like, oh, like you said, I need to be needed, and the and the group doesn't need me. But here's this poor soul that doesn't... Yeah. So, a mm-hmm. little, little iffy on that. Do you have Which, a
0: rating for this? Mm,
1: I would say... <laughs> I was pissed
0: off watching this. Uh, six out of ten. I was in a bad mood. <laughs> Don't want to uh, talk about it.
2: I was watching something recently, and there, that just reminded me of that. But um, I would say... I would give it... I think 7 out of 10. I think there's... Because I think there's really good bones to this episode. It's
1: a Monday night football rather than a Thursday night football.
2: Yeah, it, <laughs> that's it's a, Yeah, it's a, it's a... Not to steal it. It's a Monday night football out of a Sunday night... Uh, yeah, a Sunday night Match Mahomes up. versus Brady game. Like, you know, Sunday fair. night football is... Yeah, that's a big set. I miss
0: Al Michaels, though, man. Oh, uh, yeah. yeah. Same with Tariqo on. does fine, but... But see,
1: yeah. uh, Al Michaels is not... Guy. Oh, gosh. <laughs> it's Collinsworth... Michael like, does not give a crap though on Thursday Night Football. Oh, he gets <laughs> pissed off. He's like, "These what? teams suck." He'd yeah. be like, "Man, I, I touched touchdown! I would almost forgotten how to count them." Like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's pretty savage. Yeah. Um, do you do anything? I,
0: I haven't done it yet. I mean, I, I can go. I, I agree. I think seven out of ten. Like, it's a good episode. It's um, it's not super exciting. I agree. It feels like a mid-season finale. I would, I mean, I didn't think of that by myself, but I agree with you now that you say that. Um, it for some reason like I always seem to remember this episode even though it's not super exciting, like every time I watch it, like, oh yeah, this is the one where Chang comes over. He looks in, the- you know, it's just like such a- there's so many like memorable scenes, I guess. And like Britta and Paige kiss. Maybe I've just seen it a zillion times. I don't know. Yeah. Or like, uh, Britta's fake lesbian friend and, and Troy and Abed going after the librarian girl. Like it, it's pretty memorable. I wouldn't say it's like a top tier episode, but it's like, it's funny, you know, it's enjoyable to watch. Um, yeah, it- it's fine. I, it's just, um, I feel like I agree a little bit like the honestly, all the plots work pretty well, but mm. they're cramming so much into this 20 whatever, three minute episode that like I said, I, I feel like we could have gotten a little bit more of Jeff and Duncan because they're fun to watch. Yeah. Um, we do get a lot of Jeff and Chang, you know, like the, the Brita plot, we get quite a bit with that, but even just like an extra, like to make it more interesting with like Annie getting involved or something or, um, or like, so like I said, the, the, the Troy and, and Abed, um with with mariah just would have been funny to see more of that um i i think i thought one of you put this down in your notes and i don't see it now so I'll, i guess i'll ask it one my one nitpick or one question is like why didn't annie at, say something to britta you know like why didn't she just say hey by the way Paige maybe isn't actually she just listening. didn't want to burst her bubble i don't know that's a good question it's, yeah
2: or like not even try, like attempt to like um do you like i was talking to Paige's friend and like. Yeah, she's not. And then like, but will be like, uh, let me stop you. Yeah, I know you're like, yeah,
0: I know you don't want me to think or, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's something what would happen. But why didn't Amy try? At least, that's, you know, that's a good point. She question. just kind of let her do it. That was a good point. Yeah. Maybe kinda it's kind of been. like
1: whenever Chang steals, uh, Shirley's kid or she, he picks up Shirley's kids, but it's not Shirley's kids. Oh yeah. <laughs> Jeff, Jeff is like, you're a terrible person. I don't feel bad for you. Get out of my apartment. And then like Chang doesn't, tell jeff that they're not yeah because like oh please how much do you pay for anonymous tips yeah. okay listen well, on to me yeah i get that um so did, what did you rank it seven, seven out of 10. ten again i feel like typically as these episodes go in our podcast you guys kind of hit it on the head could if you would have repackaged this episode and taken 33 percent of it into another episode and make that kind of like the highlight i feel like you could have hit some more beats with it mm-hmm. um so you may you make an episode where Jeff is the one in his apartment. And, like, maybe the Greendales six are, like, going on a field trip. Or, like, you know, yeah. maybe they're, like, they're not in town. I don't know. So, I mean, it's it's an episode. It is one of the episodes of all time for community. I give it a, uh, a Valentine's Day out of Easter. Geez, um, that's a rough is rating. it You is hate it? Valentine's Day. That's true. Um, <laughs> I'll give it Unless a... you hate Easter,
0: too, and then, you know, relatively. <laughs> no, Easter,
1: <laughs> that's that's fair. Uh, you know, honestly, I'm gonna stick by that. I mean, this episode wasn't great. I'll be honest. No, 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 no. I'm gonna change. It. I'm gonna change it. Um, <laughs> I give it a um blow pop Valentine's Day gift out of Russell Stover's chocolate. Hmm. Like it's still nice to get. It's still nice to get a blow pop stuck to a piece of cardboard that says "Be Mine." but It's another thing to get somebody chocolates for Valentine's Day. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm gonna level. stick by that. Oh, I'm gonna yeah. stick by that. Um, so that was that was uh 21st century romanticism. Yeah.
0: 3 nothing. I'll
1: take that. And we're back. Season 2, episode 16 of the TV show, The Hit Sitcom Community. The Wickedly Talented. Intermediate intermediate Documentary Filmmaking. Um, so we pick up where we left off last episode, where Pierce is, has OD'd um, on his painkillers, um, which I don't think we really mentioned that in the last episode, the group notices it, but they don't say anything about it like I think Annie tries to ask him about it. Like, hey, you yeah. know that's we care about that's you, That's what right? the fight's
0: about. Yeah. Well, that's why Jeff see, feels like they should just let him...
1: The f- The fight starts out about Pierce, but then I think they're actually more fighting about B&L. Oh, oh, fair. oh B&L. Um, <laughs> Which is kind of funny, because, like, we're fighting. This is a fight, but it's more about bernie Ladies than it's about Pierce. But So in this episode, Pierce is alive, but um, he is, quote-unquote, about to die. So he is going to bequeath... Bequeath upon people. Yeah. I'm to you tell an orderly about that? That's a great line. Do you have a normal job here? <laughs> Shouldn't um, you be telling an orderly about yeah. that? Huh? <laughs> hey, you can't go back there. Or what? You're going to do half the work as a doctor, twice the work of a doctor for half the pay? Thank you. Thank know. you. Um, that was a compel salt. <laughs> um, now I'm doing an explainer brag. <laughs> so, Pierce uses the okay in real life y'all he's not dying spoiler alert he's he's using his position in a hospital bed to take revenge on the group because honestly he's got a good point in this season so far um like we saw it in the D episode um that he's getting excluded a lot more so like even though it's kind of crappy that he's manipulating the group like they have been sort of like not taking him into consideration so he's using his leverage to like torture them like psychologically manipulate by quote-unquote giving them gifts I'm doing, I'm doing a lot. This last time I promised I'll do the quote unquote. Um, so he gives Shirley first a CD of all the awful things that the Greendales five have said about her because Pierce obviously wouldn't do that to her because he's a nice guy. But she doesn't want to listen to it because she's like, I don't want to hear what they said about me. And so I'm just going to not listen to it. But she uses that as sort of like a leverage against other people. Like, I already forgive you for what you said about said about me. Excuse me um even though she hasn't listened to it so then she gives britta a check for $10,000 to give to the charity of her choosing and she's like oh that's awesome you know we didn't think we thought that you were trying to manipulate us so it's nice and then right before she walks out the door um this is a great shot um pierce is like well of course you could always put your name name on it and not give it to a charity and like abed pierce uh, um shifts over to britta and she like pauses for a second before she goes out the door and then she like goes out. And so she's kind of thinking, like, oh, well, maybe I'm gonna use it to pay for my uh my rent or my credit card bills. But obviously, Britta, her whole shtick is that she's a humanitarian, and so it shows that she's actually not as good of a person as she thinks she is. Troy gets visited by LeVar Burton because even though he loves LeVar Burton, he never wanted to meet him in person. He wanted a signed photo of LeVar Burton because you can't disappoint a photo. But you can disappoint a real person, which is honestly a really good point.
2: Yeah. Like (laughs) the more I've talked to people, the more I've found more people with that like perspective. Like, oh, I love this this celebrities, but like, do I actually want to meet them? No, like I'm good. Like,
1: it's interesting. (laughs) Because then you find out that they're conspiracy there is to believe in the child trafficking cult. (laughs) Who worships the god Moloch. Uh, Whatever. Yeah. (laughs) The flying spaghetti monster. (laughs) Um, he what else does Pierce do? He doesn't give up at anything. No, Abed doesn't um, he, get anything. He's he's, just, a, he's he's the he's the documentary of, mm-hmm. of the namesake, documentary filming of the episode. Um, but Pierre, uh, Jeff, sorry, can we cut in there for a second? I just yeah. realized
0: something. I think that's his gift to Abed, is letting Abed. You f- get to make because Abed has that line at the end where he's like, "Turns out, I I thought making a documentary was gonna be like fish in a barrel. No way. But it just you know, it was just like." He has kind of like that, like, oh, this isn't as fun as I thought it was going to be. Yeah. That's Pierce's gift to Abed. I just realized that. Yeah. <laughs> that's his way to, to torment Abed. Yeah.
1: Huh. Sorry, I just realized that. Okay. That's that's a good... I like that. That's awesome. But Jeff is going to have his father. <laughs> the best one, yes. Um, come <laughs> visit him, even though he hasn't seen his dad for years because his dad is a deadbeat who like left his mom, left Jeff's mom and Jeff. Um, spoiler alert, the dad doesn't actually show up. It's just Pierce in a car. Um, Pierce if anybody other than my dad, my father, steps out, whether it's an, a- an actor, it would, he even says, like, a specific name. Yeah. Uh, uh, like, But I will beat you. And I'm, there's nothing madcap or goofy about it. Clear? Huh. Crystal. Yeah. <laughs> surprise, surprise. Pierce is faking it. Um, Jeff beats the crap out of Pierce. And then he has to get stitches. Um, Pierce also gives Annie a, a tiara. Oh, how can I, I forget about that? Yeah, Which is kind of the, it doesn't really have as much. Because Wait, but- he's she's his favorite, like she's the yes. only one who's like actually tried to like talk to him and include him, um, which is gonna come back in the next paintball episode. And so he tries to give or he, he gives her the tiara, and then she's like, "Oh, I understand because I try to make myself special, and by making meaning out of it, I exclude everybody else." Thank you. And he's like, "Oh, it's really just because she's my favorite," and like it's got kind, of, kind of fun, yeah. But uh, yeah, so that's that's a speed run of the little, little synopsis of the. Uh, of the episode a plus a plus moments my my gentleman we've already kind of made some references but you know what hey we're 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 vibing no no i told him a
2: thousand times i never wanted to meet levar burton because you can't disappoint a picture i hate you i hate that's great acting
1: but then it it cuts off
2: yeah like back to him (laughs) just being like frozen i know that was yeah that was incredible like that scene again we've all seen it probably you know tens of times but Took, took my breath away that's like, one
0: of those like top community
2: scenes yeah, yeah. just <laughs> and it's but it's also c- like horribly painful to, like to watch him go through that because you yeah. know like put yourself in that space right but also
0: greatly like great comedy right And like, like with that i'm not a knock on lavar burton because everybody loves lavar burton but that's what makes it so much funnier is like he's just like they could have picked like jamie fox or denzel or like yeah. Samuel L. jackson like mm-hmm. had that be the celebrity that troy wanted to meet because I mean, like, they couldn't
1: afford him but they could, well yeah. right but you know what i'm saying like
0: <laughs> it's LaVar's just random enough. <laughs> they could have Michael Jamal Warner, but right. Yeah. Like the fact that that's what Troy wanted. was like, a signed picture of Lavar Burton. Like, they would be like, I want to sign a picture of John Malone, John Mahoney or something like that, you know, from Frazier. Yeah. Like <laughs> it's such a like random thing that. RIP um, John. Yeah. Right. Wrist in peace, John mm-hmm. Mahoney. Frazier's dead. But, um, and again, no disrespect to LaVar. Like it's awesome that they got him. It's just, it could have been. That's what makes it funnier is that For that sure. two Troy's idol is is the guy from
1: Reading Rainbow and Roots yeah. and Star Trek, right? You know, like, yeah. also this is the first. This isn't the first time that we've heard from or heard, heard of Levar in the show because whenever Abed is doing the banana impressions, he does banana Levar Burton. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, <laughs> so it's just kind of funny. I don't know if the showrunners are just like, Oh, we love Lamar, Levar, uh, so they actually got him. Well,
0: it's then cool. Levar gets mentioned again, right? Uh, um, the Troy. Well, whenever he goes on the childish tycoon, right? It, it, and Levar Burton. Then that's the news heading you see is like. Uh, LeVar Burton and some guy get captured by pirates that's kind of like uh, an easter egg of community fans Mm -hmm. you see that later in the show for the bear dance episode for the what
1: isn't that for the bear dance episode I I don't I think I don't remember I think it is because like have you guys not seen the news down for me okay sorry (laughs) it's a totally real thing that has a Wikipedia page see (laughs) uh, a a Duncan impression is something that you can do without having fear of like you know being insensitive because I mean the British have been insensitive for hundreds of years (laughs) yeah it's fine (laughs)
0: You yeah, got any other
2: A-plus scenes, though, Jonathan? Um, there's a, a really quick line from uh, a really quick exchange between Pierce and Annie, where Pierce is like, I know you must be um, really suffering, and Annie's like, I'm crying on the inside, and Pierce goes, gross, is gross. <laughs> <laughs> Point is. yeah. And then I was just thinking about, like, because Pierce is very frustrating to watch a lot of times through the series, but mm. also, these are the episodes that make him feel really essential, and like, Again, you know Dan Harmon is a better writer than us, so like I have to like respect where he's coming from. But because sometimes I remember when we started this rewatch, I was like, man, I can go this whole show without Pierce. But there are times that like whether he's good in an episode or he's the worst, like this episode, like he's essential. He's, he's
1: who he needs to be. Yeah, yeah. And, like the, the yeah. group
2: like needs an internal person to rally around to rally against, and like Pierce is kind of in a way the real enemy of the show yeah because i think of like even not to romanticize this too much but like a great enemy like is mourned and so like yeah even even in even in pierce's last like last episode when he's giving the people all the semen and stuff like that like (laughs) in a way it's it's, sperm okay sorry but like that um moment to like mourn him even though he's hated and he's like frustrating to watch a lot of times and he's in the way like a great enemy is always mourned and like, it's just, man.
0: Yeah. I mean, it's hard to admit, like without Pierce, the show is so much different. Yeah. And that's, I think that that's part of why, you know, they probably push Chang so much as the villain from here on out Mm -hmm. is because, Oh shoot. How can the villain else be part of the group? Like, you know, at some point that kind of paints you into a corner of like, how do we have a guy that's in the group also be like the antagonist of the show? Mm-hmm. Right. Which is kind of weird. So this kind of almost is like a reset. I feel like on Pierce, is so like, all right, he's been the villain. We get, he's a bad guy, but he's, right. he just he made really- fat
1: Neil cry. So like, we, yeah. we, we, we got to come back from that. Right. Yeah. <laughs> that's,
0: that's a good point though. I mean, he is, yeah, he's, he's the wild card that the show needs. Mm-hmm. He's just crazy enough that he makes the show more interesting in terms of like, here's all these zany adventures we get to go on. You know, yeah, um, that's a good point. Hmm. There's, I mean, there's. You mentioned like the you can't disappoint a picture line, which is like one of the top community lines from the whole show. I think. Um, there's a couple of other ones from this episode that show up on some of like the best of lists. Uh, my favorite one from this whole episode is when Britta walks in, knock knock, and Pierce goes, is that? You, Death?" Britta's like, "It's it's Britta." Oh, <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's a that's a pretty uh, popular line. Knock
1: knock, who's there? Cancer. Yeah. Oh, great. Cancer. Similar. I it's similar, I it was similar. Yeah. Britta.
0: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And then Pierce also has another funny line. I think when uh, I think Jeff comes in, he's talking about fathers. That's what, yeah, because Jeff's talking about his father, and Pierce like, "I was never one to hold grudges, Jeff. My father held grudges. I'll always hate him for that." <laughs> yeah, that's a sneaky, good yeah, just a little right, yeah, a little writing like flip. That's But yeah. uh,
1: you know what? Whenever Pierce finally gets it over on his dad at the end, that's 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 one of the few Pierce moments that's actually really good.
0: You yeah, know? this. I don't think we've had much of a mention of Pierce's dad issues until like this and the the commercial episode. Right. Or not the commercial. The yeah, uh, the the drug play Because his dad was in the commercial. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Like we've had no and all of a sudden now we're getting more of like a which again, Pierce is becoming kind of the villain, but you have to have that villain arc of why is Pierce? Why is Pierce so homophobic? Why is he so bad?
1: Well or, I mean why are you the things that you choose to
0: be? Yeah. You know, not to not to excuse the stuff he does, but like, yeah he had an awful child
1: but like his dad was a dick. Yeah. yeah. You know, and he was the heir to a oh, fortune. But this. he Yeah. So yeah. what do you got, Christian? I really like we already mentioned the salt that uh, the orderly who also looks like somebody um who's been in like NBC shows before she's
0: yeah she's having like a side character yeah team, I feel yeah
1: like. send so, yeah uh, he's looking for someone named sourface yeah and, and, and she makes she, <laughs> right oh, yeah that was
2: so great <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So,
1: don't you see you see Garrett and Pavel in the huh like yeah, kind of like the b-roll yeah. um dr Pavel yeah I just I just think that all of the bequeathals are really uh really good i think they're accurate they to the character are. oh yeah and i know that we said that we probably weren't going to do a diorama question but like honestly what what do you think that you might be bequeathed i was thinking about this uh, kind of on the drive because i'm trying
2: to think how would i upset pierce and what would pierce do to get under my skin like would i meet somebody
1: would i be given some i do you, want me to, do you want me to do you want to go first no you can go ahead um i think that what he would do I guess I hadn't thought about what I would have done to make him mad. Cause I don't think it really does. Does he really personalize that to each person? I don't think, I don't think um, necessarily, it just but I think that it. what he would have done is he would have said like, I have a magnum opus of every woman who's ever said that they were interested in me or like sort of, sort of like, you know, the girls who like have not wanted to date me. And like, he's like, Oh, I actually have proof that they really were in love with you and that you should go date them. Um, but then it's it's sort of like a, like an interview, where he's like following this girl into the bathroom she's like ah, ew yeah he he's fine like he, he makes yeah. it out to this be this thing of like oh there's this like realization that you're actually more love lovable than you think you are mm-hmm. but then it's just like a, oh yeah sure christian he's he's fine he's whatever and then i'd be like oh well this is this is really underwhelming and then just kind of like you know like maybe during the episode i'm kind of like building myself like oh may, maybe i am as like maybe i am more than what i think i am and so like i try to ask out one of like the desk attendants are like ah, no you're not my type and be like what the heck pierce because okay how would you sum up because
2: i'm trying to think i okay tell me if i'm wrong or correct me please i would sum up pierce's gifts as like i'm going to give you something that you want but it's not something sorry i'm going to give you something that you wish you have but But it's not necessarily something that you want because it's like oh shirley wants to like shirley wants to know she she wants to know that she's better than everybody by forgiving them yeah but then there's actually nothing to forgive them about how would you guys sum up like what he's trying to do. Cause like with the Jeff thing, it's like, okay,
1: I want to let you know, like, oh, this is your dad. Yeah. This is, this is the big part of
2: who you are. I think it's to play but- to their
1: biggest flaws. Mm. Cause I mean, and Troy is just sort of like, he's a kid at heart. So like his is like, oh, I'm just going to do a straight up embarrassing thing of have you meet your idol. Right. Yeah. But then surely it's like, yo, yeah, I'm going to make you think that you're superior to the other group, but then there's nothing really there. I think it's just to sum it up more, but sexy- I agree
0: with you more succinctly is like, be careful what you wish for kind of mm-hmm. you know, like you think you want the, like Berta you think you want this you know you want to be this humanitarian that gives money to people but it well, turns out you're just as you're just as selfish, greedy as all of yeah. the rest of us you yeah. know if there wasn't a camera on you you would take it for yourself mm-hmm. yeah but I, I think I mean I agree with all your points like I think that's I wouldn't say he's really trying to get I mean he's trying to get back at them because they, they don't respect him but it's it's kind of a it's like a personalization of none of their biggest fears kind of their you say biggest weakness is that like what you said yeah biggest flaws yeah biggest flaws I, I think I'd agree with that like Britta's willingness for charity is a flaw because she's really just kind of fake, which then she turns into, well, and they actually all turn the flaws into something where some of them do. Like Britta turns into, well, I'm actually not, uh, you know, I am terrible with money, but that's because I'm such a good friend. You know, she, mm-hmm, so yeah. she kind of turns what Pearson which, tends to be negative into positive.
1: Personally, I don't think that that's really the moral of the story. I think that she's convincing herself of that. A little bit. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. She kind of miss, she kind of mis- um, interprets the
0: meaning, but at the same time Pierce doesn't win i guess it's kind of what the maybe the stories the writers are trying to show like Pierce at the end of the day doesn't get into their skin cuz like Jeff figures out it's not, you know he realizes it's not actually his dad he does have daddy issues but like you know it whatever it it kind of like nobody really wins at the end of the day like it would have been really easy for them to be like yeah Pierce got into their skin and they're all psychologically messed up mm-hmm. but like you know Shirley finds out that um the tape like the, the tape the- had nothing on it. like they were actually nice to her and she feels bad and I mean, I guess Troy doesn't really win because he gets to eat dinner with LeVar Burton, but then he just freaks out anyway. So like, yeah, whatever. (laughs) I think mine would be because I,
2: I was thinking, I was thinking about this recently. So really, when I was a child, and it's part of being like the last one born, like, so I want freedom, but and but like freedom comes with like the the fear of not being in control almost. Well, like I found that with like being the last. Means that, like, I want freedom and I want responsibility. Hmm. So, like, I want to be my older brothers, right? Because they got to do the stuff that I couldn't do. They got mm-hmm. the, the responsibilities that I couldn't do. So, I'm like, oh, I want a chance to be, to, you know, do the thing with <laughs> dad and, like, to, d- you know, be the guy who lays down on the wire. Yeah. <laughs> and so, I want that. But also, because I'm the last, I want freedom because that's what I, that's what I was given as a kid. Cause, you know, when there's two other kids and, like, your parents already feel like, oh, we get the parenting thing down, mm. you're kind of, you have more freedom than your older siblings and so i think my torture would be like pierce giving me or like um like a management position or some sort or something At like hawthorne, that, wipes. And hawthorne wipes and so it's like oh you know you get the you get to have this responsibility and but it's, let's see what you can do with it like you
1: you know let's let's see if you can And your actually, whole job is to like fire people or yes. yeah <laughs> like so yeah like oh Sorry, we have the Chiefs game on, so we're oh, that's, kinda that's down. Oh we fumbled
2: it. Oh of course he did. Oh but he actually was down. Okay, cutting. Um <laughs> but but yeah, I think that would be my torture. That like, oh, I'd get this responsibility that I've always wanted, but am I actually now that I have it, you know, one, I don't feel like I deserve it, and two, I um like can I actually do it? We'll see.
0: Yeah. I like that. Ethan, did you have any you guys I, can't spring this stuff on me because I have no idea. Honestly, <laughs> sorry, like I, I don't have any answer to this right now. But
1: I think that your character flies no, I'm not gonna do that. For leading the class, I put down Annie just because yeah, I think as the season goes on, the group treats Pierce profess progressively worse. But Annie, I think, is the only one who like kind of still maybe sympathizes with her, with him. Mm-hmm. Um because then like with the paintball episode eventually whenever we um whenever the, they kick him out of the group and they take the vote like she's the only one who voted for him like to stay in so yeah um i do like that there's sort of that like connection between pierce and annie even if in the um the play episode even if he tried to manipulate her that it's still kind of you know on the on the up and up so that's who i put for my a plus
2: i had troy just because i feel like he did the best um in terms of like <laughs> acting like mm going from like the freakout scene to like the catatonic state when like LeVar meets him. I, I, I thought for a second that LeVar was going to feed him too, which I would have loved. Yeah.
0: yeah. It's like, Oh, I'm just going to put this in here. Yeah. Or like when you're singing in the bathroom. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's a good scene. Butterfly
2: in the sky.
0: Yeah. Take Green rainbow. More saving for Kunta. Yeah. Yeah. Can you imagine bouncing a check, to Kunta? Yeah. So, yeah. I had Troy. I, you know, hot take. I'm gonna go Pierce. I mean, he's sadistic, brilliant. but br- yeah, honestly, like his, the fact that he knows that everybody else so well that he can put, figure out these flaws and find a gift. That's going to take, catch them off guard. Or they think it's good, but it's actually not. That's pretty smart on his part. Um, uh, and I, I, I see his frustration. Like, r- honestly, I, I think he's right. Like they don't respect him and, he deserves more I mean, respect. He's not, yeah, I get, he's he's not a great guy. But like he's he's still part of the group, and like he still has value, like we talked about. And um, I, I obviously his way of going out to get respect probably like isn't the you know that's not the healthiest way to do it. And I think it's just really smart the way he does it. It's just like kind of you know I respect it. Like that's entertaining to see him uh, kind of pick these people apart, like their character mm-hmm. flaws, and we know them pretty well by now. I mean just he has a lot of funny lines too, so like it, that helps. Um he's kind of the main reason this episode isn't even existing. Yep. He's kind of like the in control of this episode because he's giving all the gifts away. Mm-hmm. But he gets to come up and at the end by getting beat up by Jeff. off the of him. I
2: wish like and again, I, the framing of it, like beating up an old man not doesn't look good. And like the way Chevy Chase looks, like he looks like an old dude. Yeah. But like I kind of wish Jeff got like a few punches in. Like not like rather than just like pulling him out of the car. Exactly. Not like yeah. busting his teeth out, but just like yeah. a few or even like a few like punches at the chest
1: or something like that Or just or, or just honestly like maybe the group pulls Jeff off of Pierce and Pierce stands up and is like, Well, like now I understand why your dad left you and he just like yeah, punches like, him in the oh, face. Oh yeah. Exactly. C- kind of like um with Michael and Pam, like, well, to be fair, she came on to me yeah. and then Pam just <laughs> slaps him. I yeah. feel like they could have done something you know, like we're that.
0: Yeah, I'm dating <laughs> Pam's mom. You're not. What kind of car should you drive? Green Toyota. Oh. <laughs> the seats go all yeah. the way back. <laughs> who's whose mom are you dating? Tell me, Michael. Yeah. Tell, Michael, tell me.
2: Oh see, see. no! <laughs> no!
1: <laughs> oh jeez. Okay. Uh, any extra credit for money? Um, this wasn't really a trivia, but uh, Shirley's whole um using guilt as a weapon really shines through in the episode mm-hmm. with um really hits home really really yeah, literally hits home um and i feel like oh a lot of well i'm not going to say a lot of religious people but our family um, is religious and i feel like that has been something that each person in our family has used at a different point i feel like sometimes it's very blatant of like a well man i really wish you would have you know now that you since you didn't do the dishes i guess we can't go do this. And so making you miss out. But mm. I also feel like in our family, there's a bad habit of like, if somebody asks like a favor, like the person that you ask, like makes it a point to let you know there's an inconvenience mm, of yeah. like, well, you know, I was going to do, but now I'm going to have to come back later yeah, and do sure. it, you know? <sighs> sure. You know, I guess, I mean, it, yeah. I wasn't really planning on it, but I guess I will. And I also like how Shirley's doing the talking head segment with Abed. Yeah. <laughs> and like, oh, uh, I'm doing a talking head segment. Or are you planning on me being the only person who, doesn't doesn't yet. do it and then whenever abed leaves no. she's like i guess it all stands for my childhood and i'm like yeah it cuts it, away yeah it cuts <laughs> away um but also whenever pierce gives annie the um the tiara um the diadem whatever you want to call it she's like are these blood diamonds are they holocaust diamonds um which <laughs> is a f- it's funny but also like kind of sad because obviously annie is jewish and like you make it sound like like Oh, the Holocaust is the worst thing you can think of. So like what's worse than a blood diamond, a Holocaust diamond? But like there was actually like those were real things. Wow. Um so like in the concentration camps, typically the the Jews who were um sent to the camps first were like um aristocratic or they were like the upper upper class, you know, the wealthy. And so they would be told like you can only pack like one bag or one suitcase. Mm-hmm. And so that was obviously taken from them, but some people were able to like smuggle like maybe one earring or like one you know, ring, and so there are actually like stories of, and granted, one story that comes to mind was actually from American Horror Story, which is not real, but like there is actual fruit, pr- like evidence that shows that like people would like swallow them, excrete, excrete, <laughs> like, and, and then like that's how they kept it. Is like they just dig it out every single day, and of course, in American Horror Story, the doctor's like she bled internally because she did it every day, and it would cut up her insides. But like that's actually kind of like a real thing, like, wow. so, um a pretty heavy trivia fact, but in no, a throwaway gag. And like
0: to Pierce's credit,
1: he, he would, be he's like, no, no,
0: of course not. Like he, he's like, even that's like, you know, for me, that's yeah. Yeah, yeah, that. yeah. Yeah. like,
1: yeah. But in terms of, uh, do you guys have any extra credit? Any, I guess uh, that, that's more of my final thoughts. Like, I don't know. I kind of, I kind of mix the extra credit. I know that we, yeah. we do that, but it was, it was a pretty good episode. I think it's, it's sort of bodily, but not because it's not one, one specific room but mm-hmm. it's never one of those that like i really look forward to i think especially with jeff's plot line i think specifically jeff's is kind of i don't know it, that's the one that seems like it matters the most yeah um i think <laughs> are you kind of are you going to cut this with uh footage of me free- <laughs> is, is there footage of you freaking out <laughs> <laughs> ha! um but but it's definitely not a, it's 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 well written and i think it's supposed to kind of make you frustrated that like these characters are awful people or like they're mm-hmm. they're, they're flawed people. Um. So originally, um, I originally I gave this a, um, Mosaic Hospital out of Children's Mercy Hospital. <laughs> um, so if you're from the Midwest, um, Mosaic is sort of like a chain of hospitals that's not known for their like you know, Mayo Clinicusness. <laughs> um, but Children's Mercy is like a, a children's hospital in KC that's actually pretty cool. Um, yep. I'm gonna change my answer because I do think this is a pretty good episode. So whenever I was a kid as most stories in the podcast that I tell, start with, um, I was like really intrigued by vending machines. Um, not like the soda ones where you just like click a button and it come out, but like the ones with like the glass front where you could like see all of the snacks and the drinks. Yeah. And I think it was because like, as an eight year old, I was like, Oh, well typically I have to go to a gas station or a store to get like a rice crispy treat, but I can do this in a building. Like that's cool. Whenever <laughs> our sister was born, Ethan and I ate a lot out of vending machines because like, We were sort of the afterthought because we weren't the one that had just been born, Um, which is totally understandable. You know, I'm not bitter about that. I always hated my parents. No, I'm just kidding. Um, (laughs) So I feel like if if I'm going to re-rank my episode, I'm going to give it a um, Coca-Cola vending machine out of glass front vending machine. So it's not perfect, but still kind of cool. So, yeah. Deal?
0: I'd say, yeah, this is a good episode. You mentioned that's kind of like a bottle episode, and I would agree. I I had that written down as well. It's, I mean, it's not a bottle episode in the actual sense, but it kind of feels like one. It's basically all in the hospital. It's essentially you have Pierce's room and then the waiting room and then like some other just like random places where they walk, but they walk around the same area pretty much Mm -hmm. the bathroom and like the, the coffee or the, the vending machine area. Um, I, I feel like the choice of the mockumentary style, like they're making fun of the mockumentary style, but Mm -hmm. the fact that that's what they use for like the, the medium for this episode works really well. Yeah. Cause like just a normal episode, like a normal shot episode, I don't think would work as well. This feels more personal. Like we're seeing Pierce, bequeath these things to people like it's a mm-hmm. they're in the room watching it happen and uh, just makes it adds a little more like of a personal touch or like oh maybe Pierce is gonna die but he's not actually because he's faking it whatever yeah. um, it, it just works well and it adds some it just adds more humor to it as well like with the talking heads and mm-hmm. um, you can see each person like struggling with their internal battles of like what Pierce gave them like Britta with the check is a great example uh, and like I said the, the mind game from Pierce I mean as as like messed up as they are they're pretty funny you know, and I'm pretty mm-hmm. genius on, on his part. So it's fun to watch um and kind of see, like, now that we understand these characters and we know who they are and we can be like, oh, yeah, I can see how, like, I know how this is going to mess up, surely. Like, when he's like, yeah, here's a CD of people talking about you. Well, I know Shirley's going to get really upset about, it. you know, you kind of know how she's going to react. Yeah, yeah. Um, the only one I really didn't know about was like the Annie with the tiara. Which again, that's he just like oh, it's because she's my favorite, so that's not really. There's Which no is like surprisingly game. wholesome. Yeah, it's yeah, wholesome and it makes sense. Like she is the nicest yeah. of the group to him, but yeah, that's it's a good episode. I'd say like an eight and a half out of ten. It's it's enjoyable. Like it's not my favorite, but it's a good, it's a good important episode for the group. Mm-hmm. You know, as a as a as
2: show, a and
1: cohesive as, unit. Yeah,
2: <laughs> I give it an eight out of ten. Um, so it takes place outside in the waiting room and in Pierce's room, and it kind of reminds me of like those old um wwe smackdown games where like if you're doing like a <laughs> backstage brawl yeah, like a backstage <laughs> you can be like three sections like you have the, the parking garage like the locker room and like somewhere the catering else area. The catering yeah, area. Exactly. you hit somebody with a, a pan of cookies <laughs> yeah exactly so it kind of reminds you of that or like a side scroller um video game so that's kind of fun uh but yeah 8 out of 10 solid episode important episode see you later